0: Hello guys and welcome to Hudson Serie A, 14th Max Day. So I hope you are ready to receive all the tips and prediction for this Max Day. Danny. I think all Inter supporters are very happy this week, but not the Napoli one. And our last game is going to be Napoli Lazio. How are you, Danny Fisichella?
1: I'm really well thanks Edu neither the Milan supporters are happy because both Milan and Napoli who are top of the league both have lost the first games in Serie A uh, last weekend midweek was better for Milan good victory at Atletico Madrid was really good for Inter who secured the qualification to uh, the round of 16 of Champions League but for Napoli long trip uh, from Moscow disastrous for Juventus crashed uh, by Chelsea but there are also Loads of important games in the relegation fight. So let's start. Exactly, especially
0: the first one that we are going to analyze on Friday evening. In the video, ask any question to any physical. And don't forget to click on the video and subscribe to our channel. And now let's go on with the show. A lot of important games for the relegation zone. Danny, you anticipated. And what to say about the game we have on Friday evening in Sardinia? We have Cagliari Salernitana, both teams with only seven points. At least Cagliari got a point against Sassuolo. I guess this is now or never for Mazzarre, for Cagliari. This is a must-win for the home team. Even the odds are very low, actually.
1: Absolutely, they are low, but I think they are high considering uh, they are playing newly promoted Salernitana. Look, these two teams so far have been really disappointing for different reasons. Ver. Their- 28 goals conceded, each of them. Second-worst defence behind uh, Spezia. Let's start with Salernitana, who were defeated at the weekend. Disappointing against Sampdoria. Uh, They only came out in the second half, lost to Neil. The environment is really uh, depressed after that defeat in a game that they were targeting against a team that wasn't doing so well like Sampdoria. And for this game, they're going to be without the main man. They're going to be without Ribery, who was the only one trying to do something against Sampdoria. But not only without Ribery, they're going to miss Raggeri, Castanos. uh, Colantuono has a real dilemma about the uh, midfield. Actually, they are thinking about if he loses this one badly, they might call back. Castori, who they sacked three weeks ago. Uh, Salernitana is also in the middle of a change at the top. They're looking for a new president. It looks very uh, difficult, but it would be amazing if, if Castori, the man who took them to Serie A, is going to get a back. Salernitana lost five of the last six away games, and they play a Cagliari side that they have fighting spirit and they have got goals in them. Disappointing at the back, as we said, but they can score. They score two against Sassuolo, make the most of their mistake, and they got the best Brazilian striker playing in Europe. No, it's not Neymar, it's João Pedro. Pedro. Look, Look at the numbers. He's the highest Brazilian scoring player in the top five leagues in Europe for the last three seasons, but... He never played for Brazil, the main team, so they are thinking to call him up for Italy, because he's married to an Italian woman, so he could get the Italian citizenship. That would be quite astonishing. Anyway, five points from the last seven home games for Cagliari, so not really well. Just one win, but... They are full of good players. They need to start performing. It is a team that shouldn't be where they are. Uh, the clean sheet for Cagliari, considering the absentees for Salernitana, pays quite well 230. But my pick this time is Asian Handicap, minus zero minus zero 0.75 for Cagliari, which pays 215. So basically, you win half your stake if they win by one goal. If they win by two goals, you win the full stake. So why not? Go
0: in two units. Mm. Eric Sean is telling us that uh, he would never back uh, Salernitana. Well, it's one of these teams like Firth or Norwich. Even if Norwich, they are winning games that uh, we shouldn't back in Europe. You were talking about Joao Pedro, also Keita Valdez. Cagliari uh, have uh, firepower up front both in the scoresheet in the previous week. Then uh, Empoli-Fiorentina, also a newly promoted team like Empoli, but doing way better than Salernitana. They are in the middle of the table. They lost against uh, Verona, but they are better when they are playing on the road. At home at the Castellani, only four points. And fiorentina Danny, finally they can challenge the European spots. And the hype, the morale is up after that victory against Milan. And also important to see Vlaovic that we have doubts about his performance uh, back in the scoreship.
1: I mean, I've got no doubts about his talent. I'm, I'm oh. The doubts we had is about the fact that because he knows he's going to leave in the summer for a high price tag, how fog is going to be? But so far this season, only three players have scored in Europe more than him. Uh, Lewandowski and the second one in this case, I think it's Benzema, but please check. Anyway, he's on the third, the third highest scorer player in Europe. Europe in this calendar year. Uh, Fiorentina, though, they lost the last three away games. They only scored six, but at home, they've been great. They scored 10 in the last three. And against Milan, everything worked Perfectly. Uh, they exploited the spaces, they de- the defensive mistakes from Milan. They played high tempo, but at the same time, you know, Fiorentina is a team of very high highs and very low lows. So when things go well, they go really well, but they also. Uh, lack sometimes some uh, bit of concentration. They make silly mistakes. They can give you a goal. And that's how they got Milan back into the game, which they shouldn't have allowed them. But in the end, it was a very deserved victory for Italiano's men, a team that is completely transformed from last year. Nico Gonzalez might be back from the first minute. That could be really, really important for uh, Fiorentina going forward in this Tuscan Derby, Uh, Empoli so close to uh, Florence Uh, back in the years, uh, Fiorentina supporters were able to go there in masses with their motorbikes so close, but you know, Empoli by the way, defeated at Verona Uh, didn't deserve to lose, I think. They had the best of the chances against a Verona side that is ruthless, but also a little bit lucky recently. And, you know, Empoli is a team that needs to be praised and newly promoted. They play the right stuff uh, going forward. They get a lot of players involved in the build. They get a lot of players into shooting uh, positions. Uh, At home, they've been disappointing, but also a little bit unlucky. I think they this, they faced tough opposition, uh, teams like Lazio, Inter, Atalanta. Only four points from seven home games is, by the way, their worst start of the season domestically. Fiorentina to win, two o seven. Fiorentina to win. Also,
0: Eric is telling us that. And Mili is a little bit more cautious with Fiorentina. Asian handicap zero. So if there is a draw, you get your money back. Odds uh, should be lower. You were mentioning that Empoli lost against Verona. Now they are traveling to Genova to face Sampdoria. Very important, vital victory for Sampdoria away in Salerno. Now they are out of the relegation zone where Genoa drop, actually, their neighbors. But Danny, they have to improve also their home form. Only one victory when they are playing at home. And Verona, they are especially strong when they are playing also in the Vente Godi. But away is a team that draw a lot. Perhaps here the
1: draw is a good solution, actually. It could be against a Sampdoria team. he pays quite a lot. A Sampdoria team that they won. It was good. You know, they, need they needed to win. Daversa, the manager, is slightly less under pressure, but a bad result for him could still you know, compromise his season and maybe cost him the job. Sampdoria haven't been scoring many goals. I mean, it tells you a lot that the top scorer is Candreva with five goals. Caputo hasn't added those goals and those qualities that they were looking for. Quagliarella, only one goal so far this season. Caputo and Quagliarella, they clearly cannot play together. They are very much the same type of player. Sampdoria so far this season, they never won two games in a row. Conceded 25 goals, although at Salerno, they managed to keep it uh, the clean sheet. Big save from Audero in the second half. So, I mean, they still concede chances and, you know, good for Audero because he's been a bit leaky, a bit shaky uh, this beginning of the season. And they play a Verona side that since Tudor came on, they collected 19 points from uh, 10 games, so a very good tally. They will be sixth in the table, if you only look from where uh, Tudor is in charge. 24 goals scored in the last 10, top with Atalanta, but Verona, it is a team that has got a very high conversion rate. They don't shoot on target as many times. I think they are third from bottom in terms of attempts on target, but they score pretty much... Every other times, one in three, if you put like 33%, 35% conversion rate, which is very, very high. Uh, maybe they are riding the luck a little bit. You know, if you look at the goal, they score against Empoli, the second goal of Tamés is heavily deflected. They didn't deserve to win. Now for Verona comes the difficult part, I think, because now they have to play in the next few weeks a lot of teams that are in their league. Li- their league, they're not top teams, teams that might be defending a little bit more, let's see if they struggle a bit, but I can see goals in this one, which pays a decent amount of uh, money, over 2.5 goals, 185.
0: Also, Blue Shark uh, is telling us uh, over 2.5 goals, welcome, Blue, who is telling us that he's new, welcome to our show and Eric is going for a Verona win let's see what happens uh, in Genova then we have the best game of the match day together with Napoli Lazio Juve Atalanta Dani and I'm very surprised to see these odds Juventus so favorite remember Atalanta best team in Serie A when they are playing away is a team that got only a point in uh, Champions League but Perhaps the hype is uh, higher than what happened with Juventus, completely smashed by Chelsea. But if we look at what we, they, uh, what they did in Serie A, Danny, they showed another face when they were playing against Lazio. In the Olimpico, you also like these
1: odds for Atalanta actually to win here? I I wouldn't go maybe for the Atalanta win because you know we saw a different Juventus in Italy compared to Europe, but I don't think the Juventus played better in Italy. I think they found they faced Opposition that were less strong than Chelsea, of course, and be careful because Juventus here could have problems because Atalanta plays the same system as Chelsea does with the wing backs three five two. They suffer a lot. Juventus, especially in wide area, and Atalanta it is a team that plays a European style of football always passing the ball forward, quick transition, high press. Yes, of course, they leave the door open at the back. They concede a lot of goals, which top teams in Europe don't do. So Juventus might have a chance to nick a goal or two, but they will be going to be put under pressure. That's why I don't like the odds for you. I... Don't like either the odds for Atalanta. And I can explain to you later why it could be a tight game. Also, the two teams have played in Champions League uh, midweek. But if we start with Juventus, the concern is that I don't think they're playing the right system. Uh, for example, against Chelsea, they play with four central midfielders Betancourt, uh, McKenney. Um, the other two one, anyway. Uh, was, was, I mean, for four for, for midfielders uh, Betancourt, uh, McKennie, Locatelli, and the fourth one, I think it was Arthur. Or anyway, they didn't have much uh, width on the pitch if you like with this one they probably stick with a chiesa on one side and then morata was back and dibala up front which should give them a little bit more uh, purpose going up front they are four points behind atalanta but you know So far in Italy, Juventus has been very passive, very reactive. Also in the game against Lazio, uh, they stayed camped in their own half for a long time and exploited a mistake. Against a team like Atalanta that presses you high... I'm not sure if you can uh, do that for a long period of the time. The good news for Atalanta is that Gozens, one of the best wing back in Italy, maybe in Europe, is back. He's on the bench, so he might feature on the game. Uh, Muriel is back scoring. Zapata continues to score. And you know, it is a, a team that uh, um, is co- is keep sco- starts is scoring more goals. Now, um, where do these team stand? I think it could be explained by these stats. Uh, Atalanta only lost two of the last eight games with Juventus since 2018, including Coppa Italia. Now, before 2018, At- Juventus had won 13 consecutive league games against Atalanta. Away and at home. So that tells you that Atalanta have clearly caught up with Juventus. They have become a much better team. They've improved their style of play, and Juventus is going down a bit. And now they are pretty much. Level. So, um, of course, Atalanta concedes more gold than Juventus. That could be the concern. They conceded 15, 17 so far uh, this season. It was also going to be a question of uh, mentality, of resilience. Atalanta, as you said, they are unbeaten away. Juve at home are 10th in the table. Uh, look, I'm going to be cautious with this one. I know you sometimes you don't like the Asian Handicap zero, but the Asian Handicap zero in the first half for Atalanta pays 288, which means if the first half Ends in a draw, you don't lose your money if Atalanta scores and go and win the first half. You win 288.
0: Rabio is
1: the fourth. Uh, Rabio, Rabio, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's uh, the va, va, la, 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 let's go to Venezia. Interest <laughs> yeah. telling
0: over 1.5 goals in the first half. I really love uh, always the Asian handicap zero for the underdogs, especially if the underdog is a strong team like uh, this one, like Atlanta. Let's go to Venezia, Danny. Venezia, Inter, if for Juve we are not seeing happy days, what to say about Inter? Very good week. They qualify for the Champions League. Uh, Finally, finally, they qualify for the Champions League. They beat Napoli in a very good football game. And now they have to round up this amazing week against Venezia, who are doing also a very good season, another newly promoted team they surprised us beating Bologna in Dallara 0-1 and at home Danny be careful because they already beaten Fiorentina or Roma
1: it was a smash and grab for Venezia at Bologna 17 corners for Bologna 0 for Venezia Bologna had all the big chances they lacked a little bit of clinical being clinical in front of the goal a little bit they were not very lucid and focus, but really any other day bologna wins that game 2-1 i would say uh, romero the keeper for venezia sergio romero former manchester united argentina goalkeeper, in great form against bologna kept a couple of you know did a couple of good uh, saves and you know venezia it is a team that spends most of the time in their own half. they don't attack much they don't have a lot of chances but they are Clinical. I think they can manage the games very, very well. And now Paolo Zanetti has found the right 11. Before he was changing a lot. Now he sticks pretty much with the same man. You know, it is a team that counterattacks very effectively, but is also helped by their midfielders. No, especially uh, Buzio and Padu, they really know how to manage the different times during the uh, games. But they play the uh, champions of Italy, they play Inter, who've been very good against Napoli for 65 minutes. They've been magnificent, they went behind, they pounced back, and they kept playing, playing the right r- r- stuff. They commit a lot of players going forward. The problem with Inter is sometimes that they're not able to manage the last 20, 25 minutes of games. But, you know, they can pretty much uh, win the game if you let them, if you let too many space in, in the first hour. 32 goals scored. They are top scoring in Serie A. Only Bayern and Liverpool have scored more in the five leagues. They qualified in Champions League. I don't think that was... A big achievement because I think that the group was weak and Inter was seeded but yes finally they qualified for the last 16 after 10 years uh, they've never lost a, Europe, a, a home game after a European game since March 2020 so they got a deep squad, they can rotate I would imagine they make some rotation maybe Lautaro, my uh, rest, look again, when you look at Venezia because it's one of the lowest teams that take corners, I think it's the lowest one and already I gave it a couple of winning tips going Asian handicap corners for Venezia opponents. I'm gonna go Inter Asian handicap corners minus 3.5, 221. So basically, Inter needs to take four more corners than Venezia. I mean, if Bologna took 17, come on, <laughs> even Milly is going for Asian handicap
0: minus three, four corners for Inter and Eric. Is uh, highlighting Lautaro Martinez, who scored a good goal, actually, against Napoli. But well, as Dani yeah. said, be careful if he is on the bench. Check the lineups before the game. Then, uh, since we have midweek games, we had a lot of games on Saturday. But still, we have uh, five games on Sunday, on Sunday morning. We have Udinese-Genoa. Udinese, they lost against uh, against Verona. No, actually. No, Torino. Against Torino, exactly, but at home they beat uh, Sassuolo before yeah. they are 15th, I think uh, this is where they should be the whole season, but Genoa they drop into the relegation positions, 10 winless games, Danny. the last time they won a game was on the 12th of September and against Roma they look uh, toothless actually.
1: Yeah, uh, they defended well for as much as they could but then the quality of Roma was too much. They were suffocated in their area. There was always going to be one outcome, only one win for Udinese in the last 10 and as you said, no wins for Genoa in the last 10. So you might go for a draw here. Udinese started really slowly against Torino. Uh, they looked a little bit passive. But Torino you know had more going forward. They couple of mistakes at the back for Udinese as well. Consider the second goal. The game was out of reach. You know, at home, they've been disappointing. I think, apart from against swallow goal difference minus one at home. It is a team that really struggles to score. Only Salernitana, who scored eight goals, have scored less goals in the last 10 games than Udinese, who scored 10. You know, one goal per game. It's not enough to win you many football matches these days. And, you know, um home, Friuli, last year, they were good for, for a bit. They were hard to beat. They uh, defended deep. Uh, they could nick a goal. But since uh, March last year, they really lost the way. Only two wins in the last 13 home games. And this is a team that has got Talented players, but perhaps Gotti set them up too uh, conservatively, too uh, defensively. Really, they play a five-three-two. Although Molina on the right is allowed to push on, but yes, I mean there isn't there isn't much uh, going forward. I mean, as I said. I think this Udinese team, it's weaker than last year. They lost the Lofeu. That was so important for them. It was the top scorer last year with six goals, so not even that many. And this probably is the big issue for them. Genoa, uh, look, I don't think they could have done much more than they did against Roma. Also, they have a lot of absentees. Destro, Crisito Caicedo, Maximovic. Shevchenko needs more players in January. They already said... Uh, I like the double chance here, though, uh, because of lack of scoring for Udinese. X2, double chance for Genoa,
0: 2-11. even the draw, actually. We have good odds. Uh, Six draws for Genoa this season, five for Udinese. So could be someone wants to risk a little bit more. Could be another idea. Then in San Siro, we have Milan Sassuolo, first defeat of the season for Milan. We mentioned it uh, already, but in the Champions League, They got a massive result, they can even qualify for the last 16, Danny at home, they are very reliable, thing that we didn't see last season, they are the best team, five victories, one draw, and Sassuolo keep disappointing us, so do you see Milan
1: bouncing back in Serie A and winning? Well, they should. I think uh, they they got quality. I mean, and they have been, they got a very good mentality, a strong group. Against Fiorentina, I think they suffered because somehow they didn't attack from the beginning. They were a little bit too cautious and then uh, committed a few mistakes at the back. Uh, They got into the game too late, but. Then don't forget that ibrahimovic who scored two goals and a half because then he provoked the the own goal had a load of chances as well so yeah milan are always uh dangerous and you know they also proved against atletico madrid they can go toe-to-toe against top sides in europe they can keep good attackers uh quiet so obviously i wouldn't bet against them morales I a milan Pioli is about to sign a new 2 years deal. Uh, since May, they won six of, six of the last eight home games, five clean sheets in the last eight home games, which is a record. They always have to negotiate with some absentees. That's the problem of Milan season so far. Uh, they're going to be without Giroud. They're going to be without Rabic. So again, starting with Ibrahimovic up front, uh, let's see how long... It lasts sometimes if the game is too quick, it kind of passes him by a little bit. But you can always rely on him to provide you with the goal, with the magic, especially against teams that don't defend very well, like Sassuolo. Sassuolo, um, look, I think I think they're doing okay. But after winning at, at Torino, almost the light went off. Uh, they, they, yeah, they started doing silly mistakes, conceding a lot of goals. I think they conceded five or six in in three games after the win in torino they have eight points less than last season and it's pretty much the same team they score four less goal conceded five five goals more so the transition between the zerbi and unisi it's only half working it is a team that likes to play football likes to play possession football but Yes, sometimes, well, many times they cannot. They're not very clinical. They don't close games down, and also they concede far too many goals. They will be without Frattesi for this one, which is very important in their midfield. Over one, one. I'll do it again. Over <laughs> 1.75 goals in the second half, which pays two, so doubles your stake. So what does it mean? If in the second half there are only two goals scored, you win half your stake, so win one unit. So play two units. That's my idea. Bet two units on them because if there is only two goals scored, you only you win half of it. If there are more than two goals scored, you double your stake
0: all right going for the outright market as eric is saying is quite risky because milan odds are quite low and um, betting against milan playing at home is quite risky this season since they are doing well, pretty the are reliable
1: they've been so reliable though.
0: exactly they are doing very well in San Siro, as i said five victories one draw then spezia bologna this yes. the odds are higher But also tricky one, I think, for the outright market, because it's true, we see the standings and we see Spezia very close to the relegation spots after being thrashed by Atalanta. But it's a team that is uh, difficult to beat when they are playing at home. Milan or Juve, for instance, suffer playing there. And Bologna then is a team with up and downs. We didn't think that they were going to lose against Venezia before they won two games in a row. But away, only one
1: victory for them in Sardinia. So, what to expect here? And 15 goals conceded for Bologna so far away. But, you know, against Venezia, is one it was one of those days. They were very lucky. They had a lot of chances. They lacked, yes, the precision in front of the goal. But any other day, I think they would score a couple. The good um, stat for Bologna is that they have not lost two games in a row. Uh, since last April when they played Inter and Roma. So usually they bounce back with Milanovic and after uh, bad uh, results. And now uh, they face Spezia, which, by the way, Arnautovic against Tiago Motta. Thiago Motta is the manager, but they were teammates in that Mourinho triplette season in t- 2010. Uh, the, you know, but obviously Arnautovic was very young. Uh, Spezia, seven points in the last three home games. And by the way, they should have beaten Genoa. They had a lot of chances to make it 2-0 and then he finished 1-1. So potentially there could have been nine uh, points. It is a team that is very young. It's the youngest team of Serie A most of the weeks. Uh, and because of this, they are naive. For example, against Atalanta, they took the lead. Then when the game was 1-1 away, which is a great result for them, they were still attacking, which is nothing wrong with that. But then they conceded on the break. So Atalanta was able to score on the counter-attack, playing at home against a small teams. It is about also... Man game management. I'm not surprised they conceded already 31 goals, which is the worst defense in Serie A. With this number, in the last decade I checked only one time the, the team managed to survive. So if they don't stop, if they don't stop conceding goals, they are Destin to Serie B, Bologna as an handicap for this one, at z- minus 0.25, which doubles your stake. Basically, if they draw, you lose only half of your stake.
0: Mm, here we have uh, more people actually going for Spezia, like Eric or Rui Pedro, double Eric. chance. Uh, actually, it's a good idea if you trust the home team, since the odds are higher Is the Thank underdog you. here, Spezia then we have roma torino good uh, calendar now actually for roma to start uh, getting some victories in a row they won also in that uh, <laughs> european competition that we don't pay much attention to it yet but danny maybe a new star has been born A afena what a goal especially the second one what a Great goal, scored by him, and these kind of games Roma used to negotiate them pretty well since last season against medium, smaller teams, Torino suffer when they are playing away, so I
1: can only see Roma winning, actually. Well, I think they are obviously favorite also because uh, at home they only lost one of the last 10 games, and that was against Milan. And at the end of that game, there also were a couple of refereeing decisions that went, didn't go uh, their way. Look, saved by Afena Guian, he changed the game as he did in the win against Cagliari. Credit to uh, Mourinho for uh, putting it on the pitch. Look, I think Roma are assimilating Mourinho's idea a little bit more, playing more. More with this 3-4-3 three, three formation and the wing-backs, Karsdop and el Sharawi, which provides more attacking threat, more width as well, until Spinazzola is back as a left-back from this injury. I'm sure then Roma is going to revert to a 4-3-3. Three, three. By the way, el Sharawi really playing well, playing himself into this wing-back role, which is new uh, for him. Let's see if um, Roma continues playing with the two up front. Udorov near Abram. I think they do benefit from playing next to each other. Goal from Zaniolo in midweek. This is the man that they need to get more into the starting lineup, more into the scoreship, and getting more out of him. It could make the difference. It could be the real big signing from Roma because they didn't have him basically for a year and a half. And they play a Torino team that you know is very difficult to predict because the last six games have been three home wins. Three away defeats, only four points away from home. They are uh, fourth from bottom in the away table, um, but at home they 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 are aggressive. They press high. Uh, you know they they did they look a different team from last year as well. Uh, great impact from the new signings, especially Brecalo. Three goals is alone from score a beauty against Udinese. Uh, but I trust Roma to be solid at the back, especially with the return of Smalling and. I don't trust Torino uh, too much so far, under 2.5 goals to 10
0: Okay, this should be a must win, I think, for the Jalorossi. And finally, get closer to the Champions League spots and our last game in the Diego Armando Maradona anniversary, by the way, of his uh, death. Uh, Napoli, Lazio, Danny, it's been some weeks since we, of course, we are always analyzing every single game here that we are saying that there are cracks in Napoli. They suffered to beat uh, Salernitana, they drew with Verona, and now the defeats are coming in Serie A. Also, as you predicted, they were going to suffer in the trip to Moscow. Let's see how they react against Lazio because uh, Lazio, they won in the Europa League also in Moscow, but in Serie A, they struggle when they are playing away and they are coming also from a terrible defeat against Juve. They were very bad. I am still, I don't know if laughing or
1: crying about Pepe Reina's last <laughs> mistake it's against Juventus. It Aventos. costed them a lot. Look, both teams are coming back from Moscow. Uh, Lazio and Napoli played in Moscow but with different results. Napoli is coming back one day after but with the uh, defeat, Sarri Maurizio Sarri goes back to Napoli against in Spas. Napoli was happening. It's Are they getting a little bit nervous? Are they getting a little bit twitchy? We saw Spalletti very nervous. He was provoked as well by the Spartak Moscow on and off the field with the social media and everything. But it looks like, uh, yeah, the cracks are starting to open. But the same Spalletti was very honest after the defeat against Inter. They didn't have the attributes. They didn't show the courage to take the game into Inter. If you don't do that in such a key game, you end up losing. They took the lead, but then They didn't play, really. They didn't almost want the ball. They were suffocated for 50 minutes. Eventually, Inter managed to, uh, to, to score three past them. And it was too late for Napoli to get it back, although they had two massive chances at the end. So they could have still drawn. So that means they got the talents there, of course, to hurt at any point. But now they have to cope with two big absences. Oshimen, who uh, fractures his cheekbone, he's going to be out for uh, over three months, and also zambo Zambogli is going to be out for this one. He is a, a key player in uh, mid uh, field. Now it's difficult. I think this game for Napoli, because now it's going to have a tougher calendar, playing all the tough opposition which they didn't play before. So they're going to gonna a gonna more difficult schedule. Still, the Europa League qualification is in the balance. They might finish second probably. And Lazio were ruthless against Locomotive. Uh, Sarri is taking the competition very seriously. He doesn't make a lot of turnover, a lot of changes. Obviously, he had immobile back, so he scored. Uh, Sarri complains a lot about playing on Thursday. I mean, he won the he won the Europa League with Chelsea, so I don't know what he's complaining about. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. Napoli have not lost two consecutive home games since December 2020 against Inter and. Lazio, so that could be the omen, but they are unbeaten in 13 home games and they always uh, only score, only conceded two goals so far at home this season. Look, so obviously the odds are favorable for Lazio, but uh, for Napoli, uh, Lazio normally scores away. um, And the last time they lost two games without scoring, because they were very poor against Juventus, that was in. 2017. So the both to score, I think, could be on the card, but I think Napoli are gonna struggle a bit, or at least initially, first half draw 243.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, actually the loss of Osimhen is gonna be very big for it's Napoli. Good. Also, Eric and Zanta don't trust Napoli when they don't have when they don't have Osimhen in the lineup. So the double chance for Lazio could be also a good option for someone wanted to trust the roman team they were very good also playing against atalanta for instance in the counter-attack danny
1: then let's see your ACA for this weekend five games starting with tonight so uh, be quick if you want to get it because obviously the first one is cagliari to beat salernitana sam and verona both team to score udinese genoa under 2.5 goals roma to win, and Napoli Latchez, as I said before, to, uh, both team to score, odds are quite high, 17-69.
0: Okay, Danny, always a pleasure, we are back on Monday with another show of Serie because we have midweek match day, so everyone who wants to follow the Serie with us, we have another video on Monday, thank you Danny. thanks everyone also for leaving your comments and following the video live, you still can Leave your comment below, of course. And don't forget and support us by pressing on the like in this video and subscribing to our channel. Danny, have a good weekend and see you very soon. Grazie. See you soon. Enjoy the football.